Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. It's time to talk. Some some problems. Mm. Yeah, they're sort of in the background because they're not like it's obviously it's That's not right. running down the streets of Erina. No. <laughs> yeah, there it is. But these feral pigs are running amok in New mm. South Wales, and yeah. farmers want it more done to fix the problem. So like, they should. Would there be places? <laughs> On the central coast where these feral... No, 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 they wouldn't be... Like, what about when you get up into, you know, up into the farmland and stuff? Duralong, Yarramalong. I don't know. Maybe Sean from Gillaby might give us a call and if there's uh, wild pigs. So in Canberra, kangaroos are mad. Yeah. They're they're crazy. Whenever you drive to Canberra, the kangaroos. The kangaroos. But, mate, these pigs are scary things. There's oh, one yeah, farmer saying there's a, out on a... there's a big black 130 kilogram razor ball, oh, razorback ball. Sorry, sorry, that was me. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> Gerard rolling in the mud. <laughs> I just happened to be captured. And I on know film. he is watching me. He yeah. says pigs are highly intelligent and adaptive. How's this? Yeah. If you shoot one from a helicopter, yeah. six more around it will lie down and play dead. Like they're really clever. And he says if he's shooting at them, they run off and they stand dead still next to tree trunks so that you can't see them. They've got this in extreme intelligence to evade right. um, culling. They've culled about 97,000 feral pigs in the recently, yeah. and but there's millions out there. Millions. Millions? What, in Australia? Yes. In, millions of pigs? It says we know from our members <clears throat> that there are millions more well, out there. Well, see, that's – look, you look at the crocodiles – We've got the crocodiles, we've got the wild pigs, we've got the kangaroos. The, the numbers are growing out of control. It's pest, pest, pest. Brumbies, we've got brumbies. What do you do about these things? Dingoes. Are, you, I mean, you know, I can just, yeah, can well, just well, see Peter do? standing up and going, don't kill the pigs. Hey, oh, yeah, yeah. But these but things. But let them run right on your property and they, oh. abs- they destroy it. They abs- Kangaroos, they're another problem. No, but the thing is they also, they destroy the land. They attack and kill calves and lambs. They carry disease. Yeah. They're a huge problem. Oh, well, we've got our pig correspondent, Aaron from Canwell. Good morning, Aaron. Morning, boys. Tell us about pigs Pigs now. Yeah, mate. um, I know one of my mates actually goes and does a bit of hunting for them on the coast. What, on the central coast? Yep. And it's not far from your door, Paddy. Um, He... He goes uh, on Petrie's Road, um, and there's a guy that's got a property out there, and it backs on towards Narara. Oh, those dirty, out. rotten bars. Oh, you're joking. Yeah. Pigs. Yibbity, yibbity, yibbity. See, with the wild ones, though, they're not good eating, though. Is that right? No, you wouldn't eat them. No, they're diseased. Nah, they're all riddled with worms and all sorts of stuff. So, Geez, I've got but something in common. Some... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, well, there is a few people who do eat them. Like, I know there's you can get wild boar sausages, so I don't know where they get them from. Yeah, oh, okay. no, it's so, so the thing is, they are they are a problem on the on the coast, mate. Yeah, they are. They're, they're everywhere. Like the poor guys, one of my mate, he goes out hunting every second weekend for them, um, and he usually jags like twenty to thirty pigs over a weekend. Oh wow, that's around a lot of... around the coast. That's around the coast, and then he also goes out to bush. Yeah. Well, there you go. Mate, they Feral are everywhere. We've got to look coast. out. It's, they're worse than cane toads. Yeah. Oh, well, what what area are we living in? We want to know. Azzy, thank you for that, mate. Thank you so much. See you, mate. See you, buddy. Bye. Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Robert. Go on, then. This was quite distressing. What happened to you? 
It was Sunday night. I quite often tune to Gogglebox UK Celebrity Edition. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway. Do you know any of the celebrities? Whenever they do a UK celebrity I, thing, I, I, you look uh, at yes, it and you go, yes. I don't get it. Ed Sheeran was on it the other day. Really? Ed Sheeran on there. What's he doing there? Why would Ed, Ed Sheeran, Sheeran Tom feel Jones, the need to do? Tom Jones is sometimes on it. Um, the others, I have no idea because Kirst, my wife, used to live in England. And I'm there, do you know any of these, babe? And she goes, nope. Um, there was that, oh, there's a few. Oh, oh, there's a couple. Oh, I forget what their names are now. Okay. Uh, remiss of me not to remember who they were. Don't but anyway, know. they were looking, they were reviewing, you know, because if you don't watch Gogglebox, what they do, they've got all these people sitting on the couch and they review TV shows from that week. And one of the TV... Do they actually review them? They just sit there and watch them and, and they And go, they give their comments. Uh-huh. They, yeah, they give their... No, but it's quite funny. Uh, one, okay. um, uh, God, I, I they, really enjoy Because they know the camera's there and they're just putting oh, it on. Oh, yeah, they do put it on. Yes, exactly. It's not like watching TV at home. No, no, they do no. put it on. Like, okay. as I say to Kerr sometimes, when we watch the Australian Australian version of Gogglebox, yeah, there's no yeah, way. Stop trying so hard, please. Carry on. Yeah, yeah, some of them do do that. And you just go, oh, that wears a bit thin. But anyway, they reviewed um, on Sunday night. It was an old episode, but they reviewed Sex Life. Um, Hang on, what's that? Is that well, has that been on here? Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I think it's done a couple of series. I'm sure because it's about this wife and a mother, and she's married, happily you love married. Those shows, don't you? Uh, happily married, but she she starts writing this novel about her flings when she was younger. It's, it's I, th- I think it's what's fiction. It? Oh, okay. There been two seasons, but what happened? So the husband opens up the laptop where she was writing down, you know, this, you know, about previous experiences in in the boudoir. And he said, who's this? I think it was Brad or whatever. I'm going to find him. So searches to try and find him. Sees him, goes to his workplace, and then I was say, Brad, blah, 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 here. Oh, you just missed him. He's out the door. So he followed him. And then, anyway, and Adam Demos is the Aussie actor who plays Brad. Thank you, Zach, our producer, who's working mighty hard out there today. Anyway, so he follows him, and then he doesn't stop him, but then he goes into the gym. So he goes into the gym with this bloke at the same time because he just wants to speak to him. So Brad is the is the lusty was boy the, of the partner. Of the of yeah back back yesterday back in the day. Back in the day and she's reliving those memories. So whenever whenever he's doing something that annoys his partner she yes she's Probably, going uh, she's thinking not of as Brad, good as Brad not as good as Brad. You know in, in all departments. And so what happens? He follows to the gym, they do a workout. Yeah. Oh, this bloke doesn't know who this other bloke is, but then they go into a communal shower. And anyway, this Brad gets his gear off. They do a full frontal, and my God, Robert, the size of his. <laughs> I tell you, President Bush. You would. President uh, Bush invaded Iraq for that's weapons. That's enough to end the relationship. I just went. And then I said, because we're watching this, I said to Curse, oh, my God, have you seen this show? Oh, yes, I've watched all the seasons. And I'm there. Every time oh, he. <laughs> I'm there, what? Every time he gets his tackle out, he's just be thinking of Brad. And anyway, as I said, George Bush invaded Iraq on the proviso that there was weapons of mass destruction. Well, he should he should bloody raid this bloke because I tell you what, mate, <laughs> I have never seen it was massive. Seriously, yeah. I just went. I just don't see how. <laughs> Oh, oh, and his oh, partner. No. Oh, next time she oh, mentioned Brad, oh, it'd be it'd be bra- it'd break you. Oh, I felt so inferior. <laughs> Not for the first time. <laughs> and I'm wondering why Kurz is now calling me Brad. <laughs> Hoping, <laughs> optimistic. Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Triple.
Yeah. Good morning, Robert. Morning, Mr. Mayor. <laughs> Sounds good, doesn't it? You what like you, it. What do you got for us? Um, well, a bloke called Thor Pedersen. He's a Danish globetrotter. Yeah. He um, went on the trip of a lifetime. It took 10 years to do it. Yeah. He has visited every country in the world. Yeah. He had three rules. He had to spend a minimum of 24 hours in each nation, and he had to live off a budget. How much do you reckon he had for a day? How long do you do it for? Ten years. Ten years. Oh, mate, a dollar. A day? Oh, no one's that good. Don't you supposed to live off a dollar a day? Oh, well, you said to have Who a guess. Who are you? I, you said have a guess. I no, have I a guess. reasonable guess. Okay, five dollars a What sort of Mary are you going to make? <laughs> well, at least they won't put us in $750 million <laughs> worth of debt. If, if that's my budget. Here, sir? <laughs> One dollar. dollar. Okay, five dollars a day. No, 20. 20. Oh, jeez. Okay. Be realistic, please. Oh, I'm just, 20, you, you said to have a guess. It's not 1951. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So, you so, said I have a guess. Yeah, I have a I, guess. Yeah. And then you have a go at me. You did it 10 years ago, 20. Oh, one dollar. Right. Okay, anyway, so he spent 24 hours in each station of 20 bucks a day, which is not bad. How could you live hey, on Matt, 20 bucks a day? What's that? How much did he spend? 20 bucks a day, $740. Oh, sorry, $140 a week by 52. That's 5200 by 740 is 280 Yeah, that. add those two together. How much? You asked me. About I five did. And I just half. didn't think it was going to take that long. I anyway, so two hundred and three countries. He came. He went as a goodwill ambassador for the Danish Red Cross. Um, he was on three hundred and seventy nine container ships. He's one hundred and fifty eight trains, three hundred and fifty one buses, taxis, boats, rickshaws. He did everything. And he said that. Guess what? This is this is a nice thing to I'm go. Not, I'm not guessing anymore because I get in trouble if no, I guess. No, don't guess. Don't guess. Yeah. A stranger is a friend you've never met before. That's what he sort of. A stranger is a friend. He's a friend was that, that you've never met before. That was one of his mottos. It took us two and a half minutes to get to that. No. Okay. <laughs> the, you know, he got stuck in Hong Kong for two years. So during, in that 10 years. Is that what, during COVID? Yeah. Uh, imagine getting badly. stuck in Hong Kong. Imagine of all the countries in the world you oh, get stuck, stuck in. in Hong Kong. Oh, I'm in Hong oh Kong. yeah. It wouldn't be too bad, though. Wouldn't on, be too bad. Not on 20 bucks a day. No. Listen, I've got to play how much do you get. Sean William Scott, right, got his uh, big break in the 1999 teen sex comedy American Pie as Steve, uh, Steve Stifler. However, it turns out he was paid only a small sum for the flick. Have a guess how much for doing American Pie. American Pie. Now, it made $230. $10. <laughs> oh, that's pretty stupid, mate. Wait, 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 $10. He said he guessed. Yeah, I know. He made 230 200, movie made $235 million at the box office. Became a cult classic. Have a guess how much he made for the movie. $20. Higher. Is it more than 100 Yes. Not much, though. Okay. 300 No. No. Nah. Higher or lower? Higher. God, what sort of host are you? <laughs> $8,000. Oh, $8,000. Yeah, it would take yeah. us a while to get there. $8,000 for the entire movie. Where, as I thought to myself, you'd do it for nothing. Paddy <laughs> and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Buff Point, sunny and 22 on the coast zone. 107.7 Triple M, breakfast with Paddy and Rob Palmer. The weekend, the good, the bad, and the ugly of it. How was yours? Oh, uh, yeah, it was good. <laughs> just, you know, it just, just did stuff. goes too fast, doesn't it? Oh, what about the accountant um, texted me last on Friday and said, oh, do you want to get your tax done early, like next Friday? I went, what do you mean get it done early? Like uh, it wasn't supposed to be till September. Uh, I said, oh, yeah, in the middle of September, so get everything ready. And 
He's setting a text on Thursday or Friday. It was. What does getting ready involve for you? Getting all the stuff. Uh, Just finding the shoebox? Yeah, finding the shoebox, going through all the uh, the receipts that have faded. Yeah, yep, I can claim it. <laughs> no, I can't claim it. Yes, I can claim it. You know and, what I've done now? Well, Every time I get I don't have a shoebox anymore. What do you just, have? When I get a receipt, I just take a photo of it and I send it straight away. Boom. Sh- to the Actually, I might do that. To your accountant? Yeah. Does he take? Oh, no, you don't do that. Yep. Do you really? Every so, time I get one, it's oh, data dear. entry. So is me doing it. Oh, the poor bugger. How many how It's many not receipts? an accountant. It's a bookkeeper. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, so I – and that's what I had to do all the weekend. I went, oh, jeez, so, I've got to get that yeah. done. But they, like, if you send – every time we get a receipt like mm-hmm. fuel or whatever it is, just send it to the bookkeeper and then she's got a file of <laughs> Rob's emails that yeah. must be oh, massive. Wouldn't she be, wouldn't she please yeah. get that? Yeah. Holy jeez. But then when she says, she goes, okay, here's, this time of the month it's time to look through <laughs> Farmer's emails <laughs> and she, every one of them is just a receipt. So she goes, bang, log uh, it, bang, log it, and she can do it all really quickly working, and it doesn't cost that much. Working with you is hard enough, but working for you it's not would be another challenge. She's an independent bookkeeper. <laughs> oh, wouldn't you? Well, I bet she regrets the day that she said yes. Patty <laughs> and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Yes, good morning, Robert. Morning, Patrick. What do you got for us? Well, singles, listen up. Okay. And those who know singles, who maybe are spoken for that need cash, there's a woman, 35 years old, has virally shared her matchmaking call to action. She says on TikTok, to she got 100,000 followers. Yeah. If you introduce me to my husband and I marry him, I'll give you seven and a half thousand bucks in Australian dollars. Okay. So all you've got to do is find a partner for her. Find a partner for her. And you'll get seven and a half Gs. She's been single for five years. How old is she? Why is someone who's oh, 35? Why is someone so keen to meet someone been single for five years? I can't work that out. Well, I, Robert, I find same with like you know, you say, Island. Looking at this person, nothing, yeah. uh, nothing seems out of the ordinary. Uh, Love Island and few of the other shows on TV because they're all glamorous, uh, like both the men yeah. and the women. Why is it that they can't get a date and mm. they've got to go on a TV show to get a date? Or The Bachelor yeah. or The Bachelorette. Why is it that... They're pretty good looking that they can't get a uh, a date. It begs the question, Robert. Something's sus there. <laughs> yes, it isn't does, it? Isn't it? Yeah. Surely you there's know, some behavioural traits. Uh, oh, you've got a few behavioural traits that might exclude, exclude <laughs> you from many relationships. And the fact that you found cursed at all is a miracle. She's honoured. As I said, the rainbow, <laughs> really... the rainbow has landed on her, yeah. let me tell you. So she's been single for five years and she reckons that uh, this is the thing, see, worthy candidates must fall. Within the age range of 27 to 40, yeah. must stand 5 foot 11 oh, or taller. There's criteria. So you're out. Oh, I'm gone. Um, must vote witty British sense of humour. You're out. Oh, uh, yeah. Strong affinities for, oh, hang on, sports, animals and kids. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Hollywood heartthrobs such as <laughs> Who she compared Ed Westwick. Yeah. Uh, or Matthew McConaughey, oh, uh, prime right. examples of faces she'd love to date. Okay, so, so if you can, seven and a half Gs, oh, if you can help her up out. herself and picky. Well, a Japanese man has spent more than $20,000 to become a what? Have a guess. One guess. You have to become a what? Hang on. Japanese man has spent more than $20,000 to become a... Uh, to become a train a, driver. Uh, and... No, no. no. Uh, okay. One more guess, one more guess. Um, Become a, a... Dental assistant. No. Twenty about... more. This is the final guess now. 20000 bucks to become a... Lumberjack. No. He has spent $20,000 to become a dog. 
Oh, stop. Yeah. Is this when I've seen people that do weird stuff like this where they yeah. split their tongue or they, you no, know, they become no, no. a lizard? No, uh, he became a dog. He finally he become a dog? has taken his first walks and immediately gained some canine friends. Known as Toko, the man spent <laughs> 22 grand on a hyper realistic rough collie costume yeah. to fulfill his lifetime dream oh. of becoming an animal. So he hadn't been so, just chewing the hairy pill. No, 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 no. He, uh, so he puts on this costume that, and I'll show you. Does he not look like a collie? Yes, he that, does. Hang on. Is that a bloke? No, that is, the, yeah, in that costume. It, it's like a costume, and he spent $22,000 for that costume. And yes. What does he do? Get down on all fours? fours and... Yeah, yeah, and um, plays with other dogs. In an introduction to his the other dogs would be onto him. YouTube channel. Yeah, just ta- in just more ways than one. One nose up your, <laughs> up your <Yep>. Kyber. <laughs> Toko Don't want to be a dog anymore. Before fire a series of written notes translated from Japanese that he doesn't speak in videos since he wants to be a dog. So, uh, but let me tell you, he looks so much like a dog. He does, doesn't he? It's pretty good. But, like, you just go, so what it is, it's a dog costume, and he gets down and he goes with a handler and um, does all doggy things. Oh, yeah, mate. That's, I tell you, there's one thing about being a dog. There's nothing normal yeah. about, you, no. You don't think he's, think he's a bit out there, eh? I don't want to, you know, bag, yeah. bags, bag out problems, big, but no. that is a big one. Paddy and Rob Palmer. The podcast. Is anyone else disgusted in sardines? I Rob is eating sardines this time of the morning on the coast zone, one hundred seven point seven. I'm only AAA. doing it because you made me do it. And the smell of sardines, I can't. I honestly, mate, can't. We've stand had an unwritten rule in this studio that if you All right. let Fluffy off the chain in the Sunny studio again, All right. I, I apologise. Sunny and twenty one sardines, and it's not like they're just plain sardines. They're in tomato sauce. Oh. Look. Oh, the really, smell is horrendous. It's quite funny to watch you just get all squirmy oh, and I sick. do. I, I get that's, sick in the guts. Well, that's what happens when I have to breathe in your Same with, um, bodily function. What are those other things? Um, anchovies. If someone mm. puts one anchovy, oh, the smell is horrendous. <laughs> it, same with, if someone puts an anchovy well, it serves you right. Here goes a, a whole salad. fish. They do take, okay. they take the heads off them, though. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm going to oh. spray this other stuff. I can't stand that smell. Mm. I had a problem right. the other day. Yeah, okay. Get on the couch. Well, it was the MBN guy. Oh, what happened there? Oh, because you know how they're, they're slowly rolling out the old fibre to the premises? Yeah. So you can get it. So I asked about it. Yeah. Fibre to the, is it fibre to the node, yo? That's no, fibre, like I just said, it's fibre oh, to fibre. the premises. Okay. So the but ha- isn't the node in the premise? <laughs> I don't know. Node's in the pit. Oh, yeah. Fibre to the pit. Yeah. Fibre to the curb yeah. is the other one. Should do a rap song about that. Fibre to the pit. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So he's doing his thing yeah. and they had to dig up some out the front to get the cable from the pit through to the house. Mm. They do it all for nothing. Oh, it's just part of the service. I thought this is really oh, good. We, uh, we have paid for it, mate. Just remember. I said, G'day. And he goes, Oh, it's Rob. And I said, and I didn't know him. He goes, Oh, I love bed homes and gardens. And I'm going, Oh, good one. Nice one, mate. Thanks. And he goes, I said, I haven't been on for a while. He goes, yeah, it shows. Put on a couple of kilos. <laughs> do, do, that was it. Do you? And I just. A question, I, question. Every time I see someone that watches a rerun of a yeah, program I yeah, did years ago, yeah. they they assess me based on the yeah. figure of the mm. guy who was about 
10 to 15 years Question, younger. Uh, Paddy Gerard from Horse and Hound Watch magazine. Out. I'm going to get do my you, sardines do you, do you have any story that involves yeah. anything apart from bed nah. and gardens? Well, it's, I was just saying, it's not nice to be... <laughs> When someone, it's like when someone sees a photo of you when you got married. And you just go, holy you, jeez, haven't you put on somebody? Isn't that all when, oh you my haven't God. Seen, when you haven't seen them for a while or someone you go, and they look at you and you just go, you know what they're thinking. Yeah. They go, oh, all right. Look, mate. Okay. I've, got, I've been busy. I've been off the tools for a while. Yeah, exactly. And if it shows or not, it doesn't matter. <laughs> now there's the dentist and the NBN guy that I never want to see again. <laughs> Is there something in that? <laughs> Who's Maybe. the common denominator? Yeah, uh, I was in both stories. <laughs> Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Yes, good morning, Robert. Morning, Patrick. What do you got for us? Well, I've got a choice. I can either give you $20. Mm. Oh, yes, right, because the lotto is worth $1 million. $100 million. $100 million. Yeah, don't don't, don't yeah, downgrade it. Yeah, $100 million tonight. Yeah. Yeah, or... or there was one man from London, yeah. sold everything he owned, flew to Vegas, and chucked all his money, all his money in the world, yeah. on a roulette bet. On one bet? On one bet. You know what? If I was going, and you know when I went to the Gold Coast, gambled responsibly, yeah. when I, we went into, it's called the Star up there, it used to be, what was it, the Treasury, whatever it was up there, yeah. uh, Treasury might be Brisbane, uh, but Anyway, and I said, got to go 13 black on roulette. And you know what? In the time we were sitting there, never backed once, in the time I was sitting there, came up about two or three times. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. So what? You're not convincing me of okay. my chances. So what did he sell? He, he sold all his he gear. He picked red, yeah. right? For oh, his, did he just go red or black? He just went red or black. That's a t- I'd always go red. What do well, you go? And it's not 50 50. No, because you've got zero, the green. If you get zero, you it's get green. Nothing. Neither wins. No, that's right. So he sold all his stuff. Yeah. For $135,000. And then laid that on a bet that he had like more than 50% chance of losing. (laughs) Stuck it all on red and he won, doubled his life savings. But you know what? Can you imagine losing that? But you know what? And what will happen if he's done it once, he's going to go back. Do you think? Yes, he will. Guaranteed. Absolutely guaranteed. He'll go, I'll do that again. And you just go, You just go, no, I'm not prepared to, no. No. So bad. Anyway. Is that what he did? Don't gamble. Well, or or you can, or just gamble responsibly. Look, I know this might come as a... (laughs) Farmer wants a wife couple, Brenton and Sophie. Mm. They've split three months after the final episode (sighs) on screen. I know, I know. God. Look, was, so f- was he out hunting feral pigs? Actually, we're going to talk about that. Uh, pigs, seriously, Is feral pigs, they are an issue. We're going to look at that after 7.30. But uh, Soph on the Channel 7 dating show, she announced the breakup on social media Tuesday night. Who would have funk it, mate? You go on a TV show, you think you're going to find true and, love. And you find it. Well, you think you do. Three months. That never happened with Dexter and Perfect Match. They lasted has anyone? Did no, anyone? Did, they did ever? anyone on the Central Coast ever go on Perfect Match? One triple three five three would love to know. And did it last on the date? Would you, Robert? Just say in yeah. your single days, happily married now. Would you have ever gone on a dating show on TV to try and find true love? No, Was that no? That's no. A no, me either. Me either. Might go. If, you might go for just a. 
you know. Because they don't pay giggle. them much. Just a giggle. Yeah, they don't pay them much. Seriously, they do well, not. Back in the day, there was no such thing as OnlyFans because that's where you clean up. Yeah. They've yeah. broken up the marriage. They've gone on and yeah. then broken up. You watch. There'll be two new open OnlyFans accounts opening well, up. Well, I don't know. That was just That's just an allegation from Robert. But, okay, another question. If you were single back then looking okay, oh. OnlyFans. A lot of ifs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hearing you, brother. <laughs> Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Robert. Oh, seriously, we're not worthy. It was last year. It was like yesterday. When we spoke with the Tookley, the Tookley Hawks, captain coach Jake Fitzpatrick. Well, now they've taken home the minor premiership in Central Coast Rugby League after beating Terrigal 38 to 16. He joins us this morning. Jakey, good morning, mate. Hello, Jake. Hey, boys. Mate, congratulations, first off. I know it's not the premiership, but the minor premiership. Jeez, I tell Don't you what. Don't put the mockers on them now. Uh, <laughs> backing up from last year, buddy. Yeah, yeah. It's obviously first time, you know, we won the comp last year for the club, and, and this is our first minor premiership for the club. So um, it's a pretty pretty big achievement for, for the boys to be able to back up um, sort of the platform that we laid last year. Is it a similar-looking squad to what you had last year? Most of the same players are back? Yeah, yeah, we obviously lost a couple of guys, um, Conor O'Byrne, Chris Adams, um, but uh, a few guys have stepped up in Cody Papa, um, uh, Kieran Page and guys like that. So we had a few guys that were on the fringe last year in our reserve grade and played a few first grade games that have stepped up this year and um, cemented, you know, consistent first grade spots. So where to from here? How many games you got left, Jake? So the minor premiership's been done. The semis, when do they start? This weekend? Yeah, this weekend, yep. So are you guys playing this weekend or...? Yeah, we're at uh, Woi Woi on Sunday against Erina. Oh, okay. And so whoever wins that's through to the GIFA? Yep, that's it. Oh, okay. Can, one. can it be two in a row? Because that's who you beat last year for the premiership. Yeah, it's um, always seems to be us and Erina in the big games of late. But, um, yeah, it could go either way, mate. I think anyone between first, second, third and fourth on their given day can, um, can get the biggies, that's for sure. Mate, it was so great last year when you guys, before the grand final, after the grand final, the support in the streets at Tookley, driving Main Street Tookley, it was just sensational, wasn't it? It really was. Yeah, it was unreal. Like, even yesterday, you know, it was our last home game before finals and I think it was our biggest crowd um, at home for, for quite a few years. So, um, once again, you know, the community's getting around the boys, which is, which is great to see. Yeah. Now, is there one player, name him, uh, that needs to pick up his game? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Most likely to find himself in the sin bin. <laughs> Mate, it's probably the captain coach, to be honest. With you. Captain no, coach, he's a nice oh, fella. Please. He did He didn't go out on the drink on Friday night, I hear. Uh, or, or did he? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he didn't. He had a few quiet ones today. Did he? <laughs> <laughs> and, mate, and all your family, all the kids and everyone, they're, they're, they're behind it as well, buddy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, the kids were there yesterday. We actually had um, the under sixes and sevens playing at half time of, of first grade and reserve grade. So I think that just added to the crowd and the atmosphere. And that's sure. And you'll find that this sort of success, it really boosts support through the, the lower grades and the junior number, the numbers. You get boosting numbers this year? Yeah, definitely. Like our open age um, coach, he, he had a good 20 to 25 guys to pick from week in and week out. And, um, you know, our reserve grade, although they just missed out on finals again, I think uh, we put that down that we just get a lot of injuries in first grade and there's a lot of first grade player turnover. So I think reserve grade suffer the most. Um, 
And, yeah, as I said, the depth at our clubs is getting better and better. And so the next time you return to Darren Kennedy Oval will be to celebrate the grand final victory. Oh, you can't say that well, Yes, I can. I'm just asking, Jakey. Jakey. Well, I can only hope. I can <laughs> you only can only hope. hope. There you but go. I remember speaking to you the last – actually, the last no. – on Mad Monday, you, you, you scrubbed up quite you well, You sounded Jakey. great. Yes. <laughs> I was put on a brave face. I really was. <laughs> I <tried> very hard. <laughs> all right. Well, mate, all the best this weekend against uh, Erina. And, of course, if you win that, you're through to the GIFA for second year in the row. All the best, uh, Jakey. It's so nice to talk to you again, buddy. Awesome. Thanks, boys. Cheers. Go well, Jake. Paddy and Rob Palmer. The podcast. Look, oh, you know, cherries are bloody tasting good at the moment. Have you had one recently? Yeah, I had a How bloody... much did you pay for that? Oh, no, I had a punnet of them. I've had punnets in the last... $30 a... No, they be... are not. No, oh, they are. No, no, they're quite reasonable, it's a Christmas fruit only. <laughs> no, sunny and 22. It's just a problem where to spit the seeds. Uh, sunny and 22. I came Jenny. second to the Australasians Cherry Pip Spitting Champion. Where was that at? Cherry Pip Spitting Spit-Off. Well, you know, you say that. In Nanjamup in WA. Well, because at Chinchilla they have the watermelon speed, uh, watermelon seed oh, it's spitting. It's much harder to spit a watermelon seed than it is a cherry bit. Tiny. How far did you spit your cherry seed? Just over eleven meters. Holy! Did you really? Yeah. Could we do that, Zachy, our producer? Could we do that tomorrow? Get in. Oh, yeah, oh. we should try that on air uh, and just and see how you on, go. Put on okay. socials. Eleven meters. Yep. Truly. Yep. Still in the way you throw your. Head. Oh, so you. Yeah, you got to okay. go. You, you got you basically you, you sort of step into it and then yeah. throw the head and go. Because normally post nine nine a.m. you do the dummy spitting competition. <laughs> uh, <laughs> only when <laughs> I was trying to think of a name I could call you that was going to be okay for on air, but only when the person I work with acts the way the person I work with does. Patty and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Uh, Miles. From Wyoming. Are you guys still using this? Yes. I think he's referring to the text line. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Miles, obviously, yes, Miles. We are. Yes, we are. obviously. Sometimes we get busy, bloody uh, hell. Kylie. Today's yesterday. Not, what did Kylie say? Kylie from Spencer. Yesterday, I got my L's. I'm, hey. Well done. I'm 47. You're never too old to you learn. Know, my mum never ever got a license. She just never got a license. Lazy. <laughs> That's what Dad said. <laughs> I've got a friend whose wife has not ever driven. And, like, they have, I don't know how she they do it. She did drive Dad mad, though. They've had two kids and they're both going through yeah, school. And never. Some people. Only one of them drives. One of my nephews, he was he was 25 when he finally got, got his licence. This is a young bloke or a young girl. All you want to do is that independence through a, through a car. Not just that, but how, you know. I know. I know. How Why do you do you? it? I don't know. Do not I know. just need to duck up like, the road for milk. Oh, there goes half an hour. If public transport... you got to walk. If tra- public transport was really good on the Central Coast, you'd go, oh, yeah. But it's not that great. Uh, no disrespect to the public transport people, but at certain times at night, no, there's nothing there, like when I broke down last night. Thank you, NRMA. Would you have got a bus had one been coming by, or would you have still called your wife and said, curse, come and save me? I wouldn't have known how to catch the bus, Robert. Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. We've got the man now, Dave Gleeson. Oh, he is. Screaming Jets. Morning, Gleeson. Gleeson. How you going, boys? Good, mate. Going okay? How's the wife and Timmy's, mate? Oh, uh, there, Paddy. Dave, oh. really, really <laughs> going well. Strength. Really going well, mate. Because I know <laughs> the last time you were here on the coast, you came around for for dinner. Was it dinner that you came around for, Dave? I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah. 
dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and then our neighbours. I, I feel bad for you now, Dave, because Gerard knows that I know that he's trying to stitch me up because he did this with Mossy last week, and I fell for it hook, line, and sinker. And the fact that you two are mates is so outworldly impossible that I'm not even going to take the bait. Mate, mate, I listen to Dave. I listen to you. You know what, mate? I love your night show. Absolutely love it. And oh, I love here he the goes. stories. Now he's going to suck up to you no. too. Have you have you put out a book, or are you thinking about writing a book, Lisa? It would be a good one. Oh, I, I I have been thinking about writing it, but the wife keeps going. You know, the kids can read, and I go, well, look, they're going to have to they're going to have to hear the stories eventually about how how legendary their dad was back in the day. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I won't be writing about anything that's happened in the last 15 years because, you know, I've been married the whole time. So yeah. the, all, all the good stuff happened in the olden days when, uh, <laughs> right. when, I, was, when I was footloose and fancy-free. Right, at least you're honest. <laughs> <laughs> if, now if you now did all you do is a, renovate. Uh, now, if you did put, put out a book, what would its title be? Just say one off the top uh, of the head. It will be called Kiss Me Between the Hangers. Kiss, kiss Me Between the Hangers. <laughs> between the hangers. Kiss me That's like in the closet where they hang the coats. Between the yeah. hangers. No, no, like cause, because I'm in the Screaming Jets, you know, that's where they park aeroplanes, hangers, aircraft yeah. hangers. Oh, between the, the hangers. Between the oh, hangers. Oh, those well, hangers. Oh, don't worry. I thought you were doing between the hangers. See, see, Rob, once again, he I was goes, thinking le- cloakroom. <laughs> he goes off, off on tangent, mate. Um, now, look, you've yeah. got your new song out. Uh, nothing to lose. Oh, I love your rock and roll, Gleeso. Rock on. And this weekend we can hear it too, Dave, at the Doilo. The Doilo, mate. I love the Doilo. It used to be an absolute bloodbath back in the days. It was like we just provided the risk. We'd be up there playing and their fight would break out on the left. And then there'd be one on the right. And there'd be one in the middle, and then they'd all kind of join up. It used to be, uh, <laughs> it used to be up. but now, but now it's much more civilised. It's a much more, uh, much more uh, refined venue. But back in the day, there was a, a little bit of craziness. Do you guys ever look at each other and just think, uh, "This is our fault, boys"? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got jumped in once. Uh, <laughs> really? That was Oh. And that went really badly. That the... I, that's the only time I've ever jumped into a blue and jumped back out and went, wow. What on earth made you jump into a blue at the toilet? Oh, someone spat at me. You know, once again, back in the... It'll, it'll all be in the book. <laughs> yeah, read oh, the book. Wait for the book. Wait for the... Did you ever, Dave, did you ever play any of your gigs? And a lot of the bands, they used to put chicken wire uh, in front of the bands. Did you ever do that, play at any of the gigs? <laughs> No, no, no. One time we played at a um, at a biker show, and a guy had two chickens on his fists, uh, cooked chickens. <laughs> he, was just, he, he, put his a, he put, yeah, he put two barbecue chickens, one on each fist. He was just eating them off his oh, hands. Buddy he hasn't around. seen that since his last family reunion in Bundaberg. <laughs> Oh, I miss Dad. I tell you, oh, I miss Dad. Oh, that is wild. Oh, mate. What a way to you, eat a chicken. Gleeso, you've got to write a book. Please you've do. Who need knives and forks or plates? Oh, no. Seriously. Just, exactly. Just fist oh, a chicken. Oh, jeez, I tell you what. And, and so, mate, you've got the two, like, jeez, you're busy. You, you, you've got your album, got your new song. You're touring all around Australia as well on the Rock Vault Tour 2023 Encore. And then you're doing yep. your night show with us. Mate, can you fit anything more in? Mate, I absolutely love everything to do with rock. So uh, 
I mean, look, this morning I have to say you caught me a little bit on a, on the hop because I did a day's travelling yesterday and after a day's travelling, there's a day's and afternoon's um, going down the pub to see the boys, play a bit of eight ball, then I had to watch the cricket. Um, so quite frankly, oh. I don't think I can fit anything else in. You are living the dream, it sounds like it anyway. <laughs> and- yeah, I got home, said to the wife, that dinner was beautiful, I'm off to the pub. Had a couple, and, uh, and, oh. and you know what? Your Newcastle Knights are doing all right too. Newcastle uh, Knights are doing all right. The Crows won. Everything's coming oh, up. Blue, it's though. all aligning. <laughs> and it all, the planets collide with a final at the week at the Doyle this Saturday. weekend, Saturday night. Everyone is going to get there. It should go off, Dave. Yes, absolutely. And and even though I brought it up before, there'll be no fighting, ladies and gentlemen. It'll be an absolute evening of rock and roll where we all commune as one and go rock on. Yeah, might even have plates and cutlery. <laughs> yes. They're overrated. <laughs> and you listen to the Gleeson's new song. It's and, called... And are we, are we doing the thing on Sunday, Paddy? Is that what oh, we're yeah, going to do? Yeah, mate. Did, did, of course, I know. I, I just had a look at your tour because you're not doing Mount Isa, the Rodeo, uh, until uh, the following week. So if you want to come around... The wife and kids. It'd be great to see uh, see you because uh, it'd be yeah, great we can uh, we can just spend a few days camping mm. and do a bit of fishing and surfing. That I, would be sensational. I'd be free. What mate. time are you guys thinking? Oh, oh. <laughs> we had other things to do, Rob. <laughs> uh, Up yours, baby. <laughs> Thank you, Gleeson. The rock and vault on good. The nothing. The toilet. <laughs> Dave, as always, mate. Looking forward to hearing you again tonight on Triple M. You're an absolute ledge. Thanks. For joining us this morning, Dave. Sorry, <laughs> guys. Always good fun. Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. And uh, we have employed the assistance of uh, Sachi, Sachi, and David. They're advertising campaign artists. They're legends in Sydney. They've done some big campaigns. Real deal for some big companies. So they were trying to get a. Well, they. They did try and lock down the the, the Spice Spice Girls, girls yeah, but the, um, British group. There was a problem with air flights and... Yeah, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. There was a major problem, especially when you're trying to get all the Spice Girls together. They Did they even get together well, for Prince Charles's, you know, when he was coronated? didn't go anything other than first class. Yeah, and then the yeah. others sort of... Did they, did they reform for the coronation of the king? Oh, no, oh. I think they might have given binned him. Yeah, I think they did. A few people binned him. So uh, Sachi, Sachi and David have come out. Up but they said, look, if we can't have the Spice Girls, <laughs> yeah, get the, we'll her, take... The Herb Boys. Yeah. They're a... Big band, uh, which is which are killing Australia by storm. Uh, they really are job. there. And here's the campaign that Sachi, Sachi, and David have come up about the uh, the Skoda. If you want to win this new car, here's what you do. If you want to get this rig, it could come true. Now don't go wasting any more time. Get your act together and just go online. I tell you what I want, what I really, really want. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna really, really, really wanna win the Skoda. If you wanna win the Skoda, you gotta get to Triple M. Give us all your details and make sure that you send. If you want to win this Skoda, listen out, it's free. 
And if we call your name, ring one triple three five three. Right away. Win the Brian Hilton Skoda Kamek Monte Carlo. Register triple M dot com dot au. No Spice Girls were harmed in the making of this song. Patty and Rob Palmer, the podcast. It was on Sunday night on 60 Minutes. Several players of his generation have told Wally Lewis they are also battling dementia symptoms as the league legend urged current, urged current players to embrace the war against concussion. I know. he. It was, it was sad. And hopefully someone like the King having this condition, hopefully this can make a difference because we've seen players have this in the past. And I, at the moment, I don't think it's made the changes it needs to make to rugby league. And yeah. someone who knows a lot about what's going on with Wally Lewis is Dr. Rowena Mobbs. She's neurologist, Macquarie Uni, Sydney, and she's with us now. Hi, Rowena. G'day, Rowena. G'day. Thanks for having me. And I just have to say, well done, Matildas, last night, eh? Oh, four zero. Good. Well, the yeah. only thing, Rowan, we're, we're a step closer to that holiday, public yeah. holiday that the Prime Minister said we'd get if they get to you and win the World Brilliant. Cup. It's just on so bloody late uh, when you've got to get up early. <laughs> just, bring it forward an hour. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, so, we're saying, uh, wasn't it sensational? 4 nil. Yes, amazing. Oh, look, it was sensational. Well done to the girls. Brilliant. But, but our reason for talking to you this morning is, well, it's a little more serious and I suppose there'd be issues with concussions in all sports, even the, you know, Matildas. I've seen a couple of the girls have to go off for head checks and that part of the game has improved, but players are still having serious problems with brain injuries, aren't they? They are. Unfortunately, in some of these sports that we love, um, especially things like rugby league, rugby union, AFL, and I guess soccer with the headers, um, there is this repeated head injury, head impact situation, what we call sub-concussions. And uh, so, of course, this is a concern and what Wally's been facing throughout a you know, really lengthy, outstanding career. Uh, he couldn't, you know, of course, recall the number of exact concussions, but the sub-concussions we know are in the thousands or tens of thousands for him. Wow. And he's ended up in trouble very sadly. Dr. Weiner, how did, like, we here on the Central Coast, is it's a mad rugby league area. Absolutely mad. Yep. And we would have had a lot of people playing the game since when they were five, six years of age. It's a right collision through, sport. Yeah, right through to when they're 30. What are the signs? If you didn't see the 60 Minutes story with Wally Lewis on Sunday night, what are the signs someone must look out for? Well, what you, what you can look for firstly is that background of long-standing play. I guess we're looking at 10 years or above at the typically the higher levels, so sort of late teenage years going into your 20s, and that's a lot of people out there. Yeah. But by no means is everyone going to get CTE. We don't know exactly, but the Americans guesstimate it might be around 5% of that sort of playing population. We're yet to see the research money through here so we can find out what we're facing. But what people can look for is symptoms of decline, progressive decline in memory, mood and behaviour, particularly rage or anger type episodes cropping up, you know, drop of a hat type anger. And that's that's a decline pattern, as I said. It's getting worse often over 10, 15 or even 20 years. It's a really long tail in. Plus, you can see your doctor and have tests like brain scans, what Wally had, showing some signs of dementia and, and probable CTE. And so what do you think, uh, Dr. Rowena, is the answer as far as moving forward? Because the sport... Everyone wants the sport to continue, but no one wants to see this happen to players. How do we look after them? Yeah, absolutely. We, we want to see the sport continue. But I, I think that the, that really rests with the leadership at 
places like the NRL now. I mean, we've seen them be reactive around this CTE issue. They've been proactive as far as concussion, but reactive as far as sub-concussion and CTE risks. So now is the time and we really want to see action. Parents are desperate for, I think, action and structure around monitoring, preventing repeated head injury, maybe looking at those tough decisions of when you start contact, when you learn to tackle, um, how long you play for, training-related head injury. And I think we can make real gains there, but first we have to start those conversations and see the NRL talk more about CTE and proactively develop a program against it. Dr Rowena, you see a lot of um, kids, especially wearing the headgear. Is that any good? Oh, I wish I could say so. It's not easy as that, unfortunately. The headgear doesn't stop the brain shaking around inside. Um, it might prevent a fracture or a more serious bleed in the brain, um, but it sometimes can lead to the opposite. So people can feel invincible and go in harder for the tackle, harder for the ball and have more head injury. So that's really up in the air and in the science still. All right. It's been uh, very informative talking to you. So if you were in that category of playing football or any contact sport for a long period of time and any of those symptoms that you said have arisen, please go and speak to your doctor. Check it out. For sure. And I'd also add, you feel free to contact Dementia Australia, the National Dementia Helpline on 1800 100 500. It's easy to do. Dr. Rowena Mobs, urologist, Macquarie Union, Sydney. Thank you for joining us Thanks this morning. Thanks for your time, Doc. Yep, no worries. Thank you. Patty and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Now, I'm blaming Rick Hart for what you're doing, the administrator for the Central Coast Council. I'd like to thank Rick Hart no, for what I'm doing. Because and Rick... I'm just helping you. I'm facilitating your ability no. to help the Central Coast, no. which I know deep down you love to do. No, what you're doing, you're facilitating your need and urge to um, be sarcastic. There's actually. no sarcasm in this. Because... You have a genuine soft spot. Somewhere. It's hard to see sometimes, but it's genuinely there. Just and above my bat. Yeah, when you ask a person how they're feeling, you actually stay for the answer, and that's what the man needs. The man Rick, needs that, Paddy Gerard. You Rick, hate this, I know. Rick Hart came in here, the administrator, this is a couple of weeks ago, yeah. and we said, oh, look, the elections aren't until 2024, September 2024, because we, we've been councillors mm. and we've been mayorless. Yeah. And, this, and Rick, Rick said this. Well, no, I actually think he'd be good. You know, he, he, he's got a he's got a chance when you look at the criteria. <laughs> There's a couple of things running against him. A couple of things. Yeah, Didn't I mean, I mean, that. you do eat food out of tins and yeah, um, yeah, a few rough edges. Actually, I had coconut milk out of the tin last yeah. night. Yeah, you you do wear robes and chains around the home already. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's only on Sunday night. Regally, yeah, very much so. So I I think you got huge support, and I mean, not just locally. Yeah, I know. It also turns out that you've got some internationals fans. Mm-hmm. Have a go at what they've done. Plus a new painting They say Now Cozy's go for The jock we've got He's sure to make a difference If we put him to the top He's got rough edges He's not much chop at love But we'll give him a shot
Trying to get rid of me, John Bon Jovi. <laughs> Who knew? Well, Benny from Bluehaven on the phone. Oh, Benny. Morning, guys. I think I might make that my ringtone. <laughs> oh, I, you know what? That could get around. That could get around. Benny. Fancy but, them I doing. You're missing the obvious thing here, though. What yeah. is it, Ben? Paddy Gerard's the Prime Minister. Oh, Ben, don't oh. start. Ben, okay, Ben, go. Oh. Get out, get out. We've got to get to news. Oh, <laughs> that may be a bridge too far, Ben. Oh, he, 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 gives a, he gives a toss about Australian. He doesn't care about himself and his mates and more money in their pockets. Throw him in there. He can't be any worse than what we've got. Yeah, actually, I agree with you there, Benny. Hey, why not? Let's do it. <laughs> hey, and also, Paddy, I've got to say a big thanks to Jamie Lindsay. Thank you, Benny. Thank you, mate. Uh, me get in touch with John Bon Jovi. Yeah, uh, he's yeah. also got a single out. Here comes the weekend, which is on our uh, YouTube right now. So get get amongst it. Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. All right, I'm going to give you twenty bucks if you can quickly. I've got six names oh. of rugby league players. Okay. A quiz. Okay, if you can get the six um, yeah. nicknames, you don't have to give me 20 bucks. Okay. Now, nicknames end in generally double E, Y, or O. Okay. okay Just quickly. Uh, from Manly, Carl Lawton. Lordo. Aaron Woods. Woodsy. <laughs> Matthew Lodge. Lodgy. <laughs> Morgan Boyle. Boylo. No! <laughs> Boyle. Oh, Boyle. What about from the Bulldogs, Matt Burton? Boyle went to the Doyle. <laughs> what about Matt Burton? Burdo. <laughs> Toby Sexton. Sexy. Yeah. You missed by one. Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Look, we are looking at six degrees of separation because Maddie and Pete, uh, they're at JM Autos. Now, they're related to Mel Gibson. Now, if I can get the story oh, right. Through six degrees. Six degrees. I think Maddie's wife, Trish, yep. his dad, yep. is a Gibson. I'm absolutely positive. Now, we can't get on to Pete. We, uh, we've been trying to call him, haven't we? No, we just heard their voicemail. and Shut just... your mouth, pal. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, and I think that's the father, so the brother of Mel Gibson. Should we try them again now? We can no. give him a try. No, no, come on. I don't, it's not there. Hang on. <laughs> just, just uh, try hang them. on. Let's try them one hang more time. On. You know what? You boys are just really 
<laughs> really, I'll really. I'll just dial in. That, that no, voice it's not I there. Was... It hasn't come through. Oh, but right. now you have a six degree of se- six degrees of separation to Zachy Allen. Yes. So uh, my mum yeah. remarried to my stepdad now, and he yeah. is a Scottish man. Yeah. And his dad was uh, the general of the Scottish army yeah. back in the 80s and 90s, I think it was. So your step-grandfather. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and he yeah. is, uh, through the affiliation of the army and whatnot, yeah. uh, good friends with now King Charles. Joking. Oh. Mm. So technically. You've jumped both of us. Yeah. So I should have gone last, probably, should I? You got action. Yeah. The yeah. king. Sorry. It's even yeah. better than Mel Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> or Alan Gorda or Malcolm, Malcolm Young. Young. Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Yesterday we were looking at the 80s. How did that come up about um, aftershave oh, and all? Because it was to do with... Avon? No, it wasn't Avon. It was, <laughs> what were we, oh, what it was, we talking about? We got onto scents. <clears throat> because yeah. you had... What was your scent from the 80s? Um, Mine was Brute 33. Blue, well, we're talking then about was, Blue Stratus. There was Blue Stratus and there was one other scent. Which Old, was Spice. We, Old Spice. Old oh, Spice. It was Froth and Phil. Thank you, yeah. That's because, right, because we had the Spice. You were the Spice Girls. If you were the a Spice Girl, you'd be Old, Old Spice. Spice. Yes, and, and then we said, what about the scent of the 80s? That's right. And then we went to the commercials because we played the Brute 33 commercial. Yeah. Got us reminiscing. Eve used to get on well, but Eve ribbed Adam. And yeah. smell. So the snake said, Adam splashes on. Autumn came and the leaves were gone. Oh, and then, Loved it. Um, so we thought today, what was the commercial that uh, you really enjoyed in the eighties? A lot of them are beer commercials. Um, yeah, I, I like true. when Swan did these. When they they said you'd never make oh, it. I around that around the America's Cup. America's Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's ever going this to was, make it. especially after beating the Yanks, beating the Yanks and beating the Pommies. It's just no better thing, is there? So good. Oh. But you dreamed of other things. And this was um that was before, Bondi. That was before Bondi went Yeah, down Valley Up. Went rogue. Yeah. So uh, what was the commercial? They said you'd never make it. Something about finally came through. For all of you who made it. Oh, this one was made for you. Oh. John Bertram. Benny Lexus. Yeah. Alan Bond. And, mate, is Swan, is Swan still available? I don't think Swan Lager is this anymore. I've been to Perth. I've never seen it. I should Not have recently, it. anyway. Should have but I don't hang out in pubs over there. I do. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> just CB nightclubs. That's <laughs> <laughs> for good, wholesome reason. Paddy and Rob Palmer. The podcast. A man who I don't trust. You, hey, mate. You My trust nervous. in you. I am you, nervous, you look ner- Don't be. I'm here to help. We because are Triple M. I've uncovered a potential scandal that could come, could ruffle feathers <laughs> down the track. Now, this is in the interest of transparency, and I think we should do this before the mayoral election, then the interest of full disclosure. Yes. I found this. Thanks for calling JM Automotive <laughs> Services, your experts in vehicle now, servicing, I, maintenance, and repairs. Can a man do this? Unfortunately, we are currently closed. Our business hours are Monday to Friday, yep. 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., yep. so excluding public holidays. Excluding. If you'd like to leave a brief message oh. with your name and number, yes. please stay on the line, and we will return your call as soon as possible. Thanks for calling. Thanks for calling. Sounds just like the mayor. Look. Look. I just don't want people thinking that you're on the take because, you know. 
if people in positions of power, power. if Anthony Albanese's (laughs) 23-year-old son, Nathan, can get a Qantas invite-only chairman's lounge pass, I can do voice. That was for my mate, Matty, from JM Autos. Matty, (laughs) not sure how long you're going to be able to use that because people will think he's getting... uh... Matty is one of the best mechanics on the Central Coast. Oh, there you go, another plug. (laughs) And Pete is one of the best receptionists there. Oh. And actually, I saw Maddie the other day. We were just having a chat. So what is wrong? Mate, that was done. I, I, that's, no, that's okay. It's okay. I just wanted everyone to know about it. <laughs> so, because so nothing can come back. As mayor, me. I don't want it coming back to you <laughs> and having them say. But I will only endorse products that I totally <laughs> believe in, Robert. And Maddie Don't suck JM up to him now, Paddy. Don't suck I up to him now. How many tyres do you get for that? <laughs> if you need your car service, uh, go yeah, and see Maddie from JM. Matt, you're pushing it now. Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Subscribe now and you'll never miss an episode.